Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. In today's podcast, we're going to explore Colorado, part of my 2021 cross-country road trip. I'm so excited to share my journey across America and this wonderful state. It's filled with so many surprises and adventures, Colorado did not disappoint. Are you planning a cross-country road trip? If you are, I've included many must-sees today. You'll want to like this podcast and follow me as I share my hiking and kayaking adventures, as well as some of the small towns. These enchanting mining towns filled with so much nostalgia from a day gone by. As I was planning this cross-country adventure road trip from Alabama, I knew I'd be stopping here. I couldn't wait to explore Colorado more. I visited several years ago, but only Colorado Springs, so I was happy to traipse around the Rocky Mountain National Park this year and discover and share more travel tips with you. For more planning travel tips, check out my YouTube channel and my cross-country road trip playlist. The links are in the description. So let's begin with hiking in Colorado. Here are a few trails worth a visit for sure. You'll definitely want to bring your hiking boots and poles if you're planning to hike, no matter what your level. The elevation change, rocky terrain can throw even the most experienced hiker off their game, especially if they've arrived by plane. The mountains, lakes, and streams of Colorado are unforgettable and breathtaking. Majestic, snow-covered mountains with lush green forests that surround lakes and reservoirs are exactly like you see all over Instagram. And you'll get a kick out of this too. There are several Instafluencers out there doing the poses for the best shot. These are really busy trails. So here's some travel tips before you go. Do your research. Several parks require parking passes and pre-purchase admission tickets due to COVID. And the popularity of hiking trails this summer, they say, increased like 66%. I've also included a few trails for my recent visit just a few weeks ago this October. The first trail we visited was St. Mary's Glacier. Parking is $5 per vehicle, and the trail difficulty, I would say, is intermediate, but definitely worth it for spectacular views. If you're a new hiker, you'll want your poles. But even in July, it was quite windy, and I would advise bringing a windbreaker. I'll have more of that in the vlog. It was busy, but not super crowded on the trail. The parking lot was more full than the trail. They do have porta potties available, but the kind you see at construction sites. The next trail I just recently discovered this fall during Aspen season. My friend Sally taught me so much about them. It's the largest living organism on earth, interconnecting over mountains, according to nature.com. Aspens drop its leaves in winter, but remain alive and requires metabolic energy. There's so much fascinating science around the Aspens. I've put the links in the description too. One of those trails that are for leaf peepers is called the Cross Creek Trail, and it's part of the Holy Cross Wilderness, located near Minturn, Colorado, and Vail and Beaver Creek. The trail difficulty is a little rocky and slippery when wet, so poles are advisable. It is a dog-friendly trail, but they must be on the leash. 
The drive to the trailhead turns to a dirt road, so be prepared for a little off-roading. But once you get to the top, the views of Battle Mountain and Beaver Creek Mountain are just spectacular. Here are a few hiking trails near Estes Park, Colorado the Bear Lake Trailhead, and it is part of the Rocky Mountain National Park. This gets really, really busy. Uh, The one trail has several lakes like Dream Lake and Emerald Lake. They're just gorgeous. Parking is the most difficult challenge for this trailhead. You'll definitely want to plan ahead and possibly take the shuttle from the far parking lot. As far as trail difficulty, uh, if you're just going to do the round loop around Bear Lake, it's easy. You could just wear your sneakers for that one. However, if you do plan on doing the trails for Dream Lake and Emerald Lake, these are intermediate and you'll want your boots and poles. A travel tip is weekends are busy, so arrive early or late in the day. Just don't get caught after closing. There are timed entry and daily pass fees as well. You need to do these in advance because they do check. Another trail is the Lake Estes Trail, and you can pick this up at the Estes Park Visitor Center. Parking is free at the parking garage all day, and this is a huge tip because in Colorado, there's a parking fee everywhere you go. (laughs) The travel difficulty is easy, and this gorgeous trail follows the border around Lake Estes. If you need to stop and have a break from touring and want amazing views of mountains and lakes, I definitely recommend a short hike or trail walk around this lake. It's completely paved, and John and I enjoyed the stroll around the lake with mountain views. We had a gorgeous day and relaxed on park benches that dot the trail. My next adventure was kayaking on the Colorado River. This included a full day with my friend Sally, her husband Rich, and their friend Dave. Dave is a kayaking instructor and river float extraordinaire. His homemade float umbrella was the envy of the river crowd. We had a glorious, sunshiny day. We met at Rancho Del Rio in Bond, Colorado to put the boats in. I even gave the kayaking a try. Yep, on my own solo kayaker expert here. (laughs) This part of the Colorado River is great. And this stretch was a level one and a level two. So for us newbies, it's a perfect stretch of water to try out our sea legs or river legs, whatever. (laughs) Rancho Del Rio has kayak rentals, lessons, cabins, a coffee shop, trout fishing, and a bunch of other fun spring and summer activities. These are just a few of my Colorado outdoor adventures. I'm going to share more in-depth content with you guys coming up soon, but I could only fit so much in <laughs> in this one podcast. It was also a lot of fun exploring the small towns of Colorado on this road trip. And here are a few worth mentioning. So if you're heading to Vail in the Breckenridge or Estes Park area, you might want to combine them in your itinerary with a great hike like the few I've mentioned. All of these towns are located off of 70 West, so if you're coming from the Denver area, it will make it super easy to stop along the way. Here's a travel tip. You may decide to camp or stay overnight in one of these pioneer towns too on your Colorado adventure, which isn't a bad idea. There are lots of rentals and Airbnbs, but you'll definitely want to book these far enough in advance. So the first town along 70 is Idaho Springs. This enchanting town in the mountains is believed to be the first mining town of Colorado, and its main street is still really super cool, filled with restaurants, gift shops, outdoor rec rental places galore. 
And a website that I found to be super helpful is called This is Idaho Springs. They also have a Facebook page and they keep up to date information about the local activities. While we were there, we enjoyed some pizza at Boju's. Boju's? I'm probably not pronouncing that right. But this super popular pizza place may take a few minutes to get your seat. You can hop on their website and easily get a place in line. I visited this place twice this year, and both times we had a 20-minute wait, which was fine because we just walked around the town and shopped. They texted us when our table was ready both times, fast, easy, and the pizza was great. One of their tricks is after you're done eating the pizza, you can dip their cheese-stuffed crust into the honey that they leave on your tables. Yum. The next town is Georgetown. If you travel along Colorado 70, quite often you might actually see mountain goats with horns on the mountainsides. There are actually scenic pull-offs for you to observe them too. Make a note of this before you go because you might just drive by these scenic (laughs) pull-offs without even knowing it. Famous visitors to Georgetown were Annie Oakley and Buffalo Bill Cody. And if you want a ton more historic facts for this almost intact mining town, be sure to stop at the beautiful Visitor Center right off of 70. It has nice restrooms, local books, artisan crafts and jewelry, woodworks, and a short film to watch for more historical information. We enjoyed strolling through the town, admiring the architecture, and we certainly did not get to spend half as much time as I wanted to in this Victorian gem. There's also an old train and railroad loop to take through the mountains, so next spring or summer, I definitely want to do that. Another town that I absolutely adored was Frisco. This is located on the Dillon Reservoir, and Frisco is such a cool town with fantastic history. Gold mining, strong women in charge, and a determination to live the American dream. You absolutely want to visit the Historic Park and Museum. You will not be sorry. I had the most superb July day this year while touring Frisco. Gorgeous skies, happy faces, and lots to explore. The historical buildings that are there are just spectacular and in great shape. This town has so much outdoor fun from adventure parks to marinas to hiking trails, plus lots of restaurants, hotels, Airbnbs, and rentals. Yeah, super cool town. So the last town we're going to look at is Minturn. And this little town of Colorado is artistic and cool and has a great hip vibe. It really is so me. It also helps that my girl Sally lives there. We've been friends since 8th grade, and this year she's been host and tour guide extraordinaire. I've super missed her being over in Deutschland. I loved hanging out and having her show me around her Colorado. Minturn is part of the White River National Forest, and with our love of hiking, she is the one who introduced me to the Cross Creek Trail. Minturn is also famous for the Minturn Mile. This is a ski run in the winter and a hiking trail in the summer. And during the summer, it's known as the Game Creek Trail. Minturn also has several local gift shops filled with local art and gifts, restaurants, a coffee shop, and the Minturn Saloon, Vale Valley's most historic restaurant. So, what do you think? Pretty awesome, right? Definitely makes you want to explore Colorado. This outdoor girl was so delighted to see so much natural beauty, meet amazing people, discover national landmarks, and explore this gorgeous state. If you think this is all I've got, you'd be wrong. I have so much to share about Colorado, I couldn't possibly do it in just one podcast. So be on the lookout for more content coming soon. And I hope this helps you plan your American adventure too.
Let me know if you need any help. I'm here. Thanks so much for joining me here. My podcast helps support small businesses and share authentic experiences around the globe. Remember to like, follow, and share my podcast. I'm also on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. If you're interested in traveling the world, check out my website. I have a lot of resources. Travelwithwendy.net. Thanks for listening today. It's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Wendy.